Hey everyone, this week I interviewed Spencer Blake, who is currently running 717 Souls out of LA. He has over 80,000 followers on Instagram and has created a huge business revolving around reselling sneakers. In this episode, he shares how he started his journey and what challenges he's faced as an entrepreneur. If you have any interest in entrepreneurship, please make sure to share and subscribe to this podcast as I will be interviewing more entrepreneurs to hear their stories. Hope you guys enjoy. All right, so how did this all start? How did you take up an interest in sneakers? Um, I mean, so basically I, I've been to sneakers for like, I, I was always into like sneakers since like eighth grade. Um, so eighth grade was like, what? I was like, I don't even know how long ago that was. I'm, I'm 22 now. So I've basically been reselling since sophomore year of high school when I turned 16, just because I got my driver's license and I could like go to malls and like cop for retail or enter raffle, stuff like that. Um, but I was always like in the sneakers. My cousin was like really into Jordans and like LeBrons and like foam posits and stuff like back then when like the Big Bang LeBron nine. When like, like Nike basketball. Yeah, when Nike basketball was hidden was like the Galaxy foam posit was like the first release. I like remember like being on my phone and like seeing it on yeah. Instagram and like people were going crazy. Like people died over that shoe, bro. Like that was like the shoe that like broke the Internet type thing. Um, and then the Red October came like not that long after that. And that was like a crazy drop. I remember my friend hit a pair and he made like five grand off it. And I was like, holy, like, I can't believe someone made that much money off a shoe. Like it didn't make any sense to me. And I like talked to my parents and they're like, nah, like shoes are dumb, like whatever. And then like, I like showed them like the business aspect and they like understood it then. Um, so like that helps. So like, I don't know. I know when like you're, you're younger, like most parents probably wouldn't let you just like spend money yeah. on whatever you want. So I had to like get over that like hurdle um but, but like, yeah like once what were you gonna say so like sophomore year was when it really started took off for you i mean it didn't really like take off per se but it was like i i was like before it was just like resell to like buy more personal so like i wasn't it wasn't like a business thing for me yeah, it, it was, was like, just like i'm just trying to build a collection basically that was my thought at the at the start and then it turned into like a business and like i started my instagram probably I started in like 2013 or 2014. If you scroll down to my last post, it's like December 2013. Like, it's hilarious. I got like four likes from the post. Like, but everyone that's like gone all the way back, I have like 6,000 posts. People will like go all the way back and comment like, this is where it started or something like that. Like, it's crazy, bro. Like, and I've archived like a thousand posts and I have almost 6,000 still. So like, you're it's at 80, not like, right? I, yeah, I'm at like 80.7 right now, I think. So like when you first started, did you have like a goal of like hitting a certain amount of followers or? Nah, I mean like it was always like cool. Like oh, I had a thousand. I remember July fourth, twenty seventeen, which was like right after I had graduated high school, like senior year. I had just graduated, and I remember hit ten thousand. I literally hit ten thousand while I was out at a party, and I made like such a big deal about it because it was a big deal to me. Like yeah. ten thousand is a big deal, and I was like, holy shit! Like I hit this. Like let's go. And then I'm from Pennsylvania, so I'm not from like a big town or anything. Oh, like, for real? It wasn't like, yeah, like I'm literally, you know, like the Amish, I'm literally a county away from the Amish. Like, <laughs> I literally live in the middle of nowhere. That's why reselling was like so hard out there. Was that Air Mag, the high school graduation Air Mag pick? Was that yeah. like, did that blow yeah. up for you? That that was why I hit 10K. So like <laughs> before that, I was at like three or 4,000 followers when I graduated, I think. Like not a lot at all like i really like i was making sales but m back then i was mostly selling on like facebook groups and stuff because yeah. those were pretty popping um and i built my facebook reputation back then was pretty big um and then i just sort of like transitioned to instagram and like i basically 
got away from Facebook after freshman year um, of college. But like, yeah, like I, I posted that Air Mag like picture of me graduating and everyone's like, oh, it's Photoshopped. And then like a bunch of blogs and stuff like reposted it and tagged me and I was blowing up off that. I was like, yo, like this is crazy. Like I literally tripled my following in like a month or two. Dude, so, like, to, have it was the wild. Balls, to have the balls to wear that, like to graduation. Bro, I had to pull strings to do that. Like I had to talk to the principal cause like they only let you wear dress shoes. Like it was oh. a big deal for me to even be able to do that. Like <laughs> they weren't even gonna let me at first. I was like, look, like, this was like that was my goal since I got into shoes. Like, if you ask any of my friends in high school, like they know, like my goal the whole way through high school recently was like I'm gonna walk in Air Max. Like that was it. Yeah. And then I did it, and it like blew up, and it was like crazy. And then I hit 10k July 4, 2017. Um, I went to San Diego State for college. Um, so I moved out to California in like August of 2017 and then like that opened up like a whole new market for you bro bro best decision i think i've ever made in my life like not even just to like get away from like the small town like not a small town mindset but like the same like oh you're just gonna work a nine to five the rest of your life you're gonna like just have a normal life whatever like you go to college you'll do this you'll get married wife kids live in a house like that's great but like I move out there and like everyone's way more open-minded like the business opportunities in california are just crazy and then in october 2017 i got like i didn't have a car in california when i was a freshman for the first like two months and then like the first week of october i got my car um and then i was like i was driving to la like every weekend like every single saturday i would wake up at like 7 a.m drive to la sit outside of like round two or like on melrose and like set up deals with people in advance and just buy like I would literally just buy as many pairs as I possibly like could afford. Like I would literally end up with like next to nothing in my bank account by the end of the day. Like I would literally spend everything I had. And then I would go back to my dorm. Keep in mind, I'm living in a dorm yeah. room. Like I would go back, sell all the shoes, drive back to LA the next week and repeat it, keep flipping. Like it was literally just like a constant grind of like go to LA, buy stuff, make connects, like build rep build a reputation, build relationships with people, and then just come back, sell them all. Like and then I was doing giveaways. I was selling to like, I sold to like Tanner Fox, Lance Stewart, like a couple of like pretty big YouTubers and stuff. So like, they gave me shout outs. Like Tanner Fox alone probably got me like 15,000 followers that I have right now. So like, if you just meet people like that, that are willing to like hook it up and like promote you, like yeah, yeah. It's, gonna, it's gonna help you a lot. So like, that was a big deal for me, but and I don't know, like California is just crazy. Yeah, I, I that's funny because like I just moved from Idaho, a small town in Idaho, to yeah. San Luis Obispo. Okay. So yeah, it's a big bro. It's a big change. Yeah. Moving anywhere is a big change, but like I don't know, moving was probably just like by far the biggest decision I've ever made. So. Yeah, that's crazy. And yeah, so when you first started, um, it was mainly Facebook and yeah. Instagram. You didn't do like eBay or I don't think Goat or StockX was around back. I mean. I, I've had a go to count since like 20, 20, like late 2015, 20, early 2016. I was like one of the first, not, I don't want to say the first users, but I've been on Goat for a while. But there wasn't a lot used, of like users on Goat. Nah, so it was... nah, nah, nah. Even if you use Goat back then, you weren't like making the sales that you do now. Like there wasn't as many, like they didn't have the market share back then. It was like Facebook groups were the big deal. Instagram was like starting to come in, but like not really. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like Facebook really. It, it died for me just because I gave up on it. Freshman year of college, I was like doing pretty well for myself, like up until like Christmas time. Um, so I was out, I've been paying taxes for a minute now, but 
Um, to all my resellers, make sure you pay your taxes, especially if you're running through PayPal. Don't get caught up with the IRS. You don't want that. You don't want that. Um, but like the week of Christmas, freshman year, I got scammed for over 10 grand. So what? that hit. Yeah, I got, I, there was this guy in a Facebook group that I was super tight with. Like I would yeah, yeah. FaceTime him. He would show me his kids. Like I had like a personal connection with him. Like we were cool. I had all of his information. And I came to find out after the fact that all the like info I had on him was fake. He had scanned a ton of people in this Facebook group called Retail Tuesday. Um, it's a great group, but the, he was just like the bad apple. Um, but he scammed me and like four or five others for a total of like 35, 40K. So that definitely and he put just a disappeared. Yeah, that hurt a lot. And then that same week I had to pay taxes on what I made that year. So like everything like hit at once. And I like, I pay quarterly now with taxes. So it's not mm -hmm. like all at once at the end of the year. But back then I was paying all at once. So like I paid all my taxes for the whole year and I got scammed for t over 10K. Damn. And I'm just like sitting there like depressed. I was like, holy shit, like. Should I even still keep reselling? Like it, it like it, it messed me up mentally. Like getting scammed is like one thing, but like building trust with someone, like I had done like whatever shoes I was buying online still were, I'd say at least half of them were coming from him. Like I was buying so much from him. Like I was spending like a ton of money with that guy, like gifting him, it was never an issue. And then I gifted him and he just, he ghosted me, literally Damn, scammed me like, like for Christmas, so. So yeah. like that was probably a moment where you said where like you took it back and was like wow like can I keep this going or yeah like my Instagram was doing well I was gaining a lot of followers like I think I had like I literally went from like 10k when I got to Cali like 10 to 12k I think I had and then by the time Christmas hit like New Year's I was at like almost 50 so like I had blown up like that was huge for me like I I never thought I'd hit mm -hmm. that like um but yeah that just like it was like a like a tipping point where like, am I gonna keep going with this? Is it worth it? Like, what do I do? Um, but yeah, that and was, when you, that was when tough. you first started, like, was it like small flips? Like, you go oh, to like yeah. like Ross or I don't know. Bro, I was flipping, you know, like tech fleece, like the pants yeah. and like hoodies and stuff. Like a Nike I was outlets. Literally, yeah, I was going to Nike outlets, and then there's a store on the East Coast called Villa. It's like a chain. I think so. And yeah. Um, yeah. I would go there. They would do these holiday sales right after Christmas and New Year's where they would mark it down like 40% on top of the already like seasonal sales. So I was getting like the $100 retail tech fleece pants. Retail was a hundred bucks. I was getting them for like $25, $30, flipping them for 70. <laughs> so like people were getting them on the retail. They're like, yo, he's hooking it up. Like, and I'm like, damn, like I'm making great margins. I never made like $45 on pants. Like I was selling them both to stores and stuff. Like I was making really good money on that. And then freshman year, I was also selling like Supreme stickers. Like, I just like I just found other ways to make money outside of just like reselling shoes. So it was like I just had to adapt to like the market and like tried to overcome that loss just because like I had to get creative with how to make money because like I had lost a lot of mm -hmm. capital between yeah, taxes sure. and like the scam. So and when you first started, was it like like local meetups or I know now like with uh, I don't know if you do Macari or like uh use shoes on ebay but that's probably not a big part of your business were you like um, just doing local meetups or uh, i mean to be honest like back then it was mostly like people it was like facebook groups like local i had like local facebook groups i would meet with locals um and then like there was the like bigger facebook groups like band la tsn msx like all these other like 
national yeah, yeah. groups and stuff and i would just like they would ship to me it would never be an issue i would pay with like paypal it was fine um but yeah like now it's it, it's definitely moved away from like shipping for me like i i haven't gotten completely away from it because you just you can't but yeah. like i don't know with the way that covid had delays for packages for me like i just like got away from it i've only been doing local the last like since covid basically um just because like the delays were just absolutely like ridiculous in the beginning i had packages delayed for like three months the one time so like that yeah, pissed yeah. me off um i lost packages that cost me like thousands so that was like really frustrating but like local from what i've learned is like it's typically easier to build relationships because you're meeting the people you're shaking their hand obviously for sure probably, you're not supposed to shake their hand but like yeah it's like the face-to-face -face interaction is like a lot like more valuable and especially in LA, there's just, I, I'm living in LA currently, I have since COVID. Um, so that's opened up a lot for me just because I can meet like anyone. Like yeah, I yeah. literally met celebrities on the street, like people, I'll be doing a meetup in a parking lot and dudes will walk up and be like, yo, you saw shooting? I'm like, yeah. And then I get three new customers just for meeting in a spot where someone saw me. Like I've gotten, Damn. I've like, it's just crazy the networking opportunities you have like living in LA or like living anywhere where it's like a high population density like i don't know la's culture out here is just it's different bro there, there's like nothing like it yeah like i don't know just in my experience like i i lived in san diego for college like um the first two and a half years and that was great like san diego's a dope city but like it's just nothing compares but now like but now you're doing school. online school here or in la yeah so i don't have to be in person in san diego so i've just been doing it in oh that's uh, cool just resign in LA and then school online, which has been nice. It gives me a lot of flexibility. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was your, like your first big flip? Like your first, like your biggest, uh, like the yeah. shoe that was like. The oh, shoe yeah, like set me off. Yeah. Um, the bread ones. So like I said with Villa, there's, um, there's a store in my hometown, Villa. They had, I think, 80 pairs of bread ones. And I took 60 of them, I think, 50 or 60 of them. Because my boy was the manager, he basically backdoored me like everything. <laughs> um, yeah, so like that was like huge. I paid him like I think I made like a hundred bucks a pair. I basically like doubled my money. So, so like, you I paid I him? Up, like, I would pay. Yeah, so like I paid retail for the shoes, and then for every shoe, I paid him like twenty to forty dollars depending on the size. So, like that. retail was one sixty back then, and they sold for like three to three fifty. So I paid like. 180 to 200 a pair sold them for three to 350 like i literally doubled my money basically because i bought grade school pairs and sold those too grade school was retailing for like 120 back then um so yeah like i literally turned I think, like five or six k into like 10 or 12 in like a weekend like i yeah. literally bought them all on saturday and by monday morning they were all shipped out <laughs> and i told my parents like what like you made that much money like are you serious um but yeah breads were like breads were the shoe that 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 shoe holds like a special place for me like without that shoe i don't know if i'd ever even be close to this like honestly that that so that guy that guy was the hookup for he was the manager of villa and he just yeah like he he slid me hella pairs um he backdoored me like royals that dropped in uh what was it 2017 too yeah uh bands dropped in 2016 that was september so that was like the fall That's of my crazy. senior year of high school and then the spring, I had top threes backdoored. I only got 10 pairs. Um, but still, like, just releases were, like, a really easy way for me to make money because my balls were, like, they got they got enough stock where, like, I could get a couple extras. 
Um, and reselling wasn't huge in my area. Like there was obviously resellers, but like yeah. there was a decent amount of pairs in the area. So like I could always secure pairs. Um, but like, yeah, then I got like 80 pairs of Royals and then he got fired. So Damn. that was the end of the backdooring for me. But uh, yeah, it was good while it lasted. It was, it was definitely uh, super beneficial for starting up. Um, but before that I worked at, um, I worked at a construction company to like get the startup money. Yeah. Yeah. So like I, I had worked like the whole summer, I was working like 40 hours a week, like overtime too. Like it was just like grunt work, like manual labor. Like it, I hated my life, but <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I did it. Like it taught me a lot about like, uh, work ethic and just like all the guys there were like older and they're like, you don't, you shouldn't be doing this your whole life. Like me, like you can do better. That's what they would like tell me type thing. And I was like flipping shoes a little bit. I wasn't making like anything really, but it was just like, it just made me want to like go harder, honestly. And, and just like, like hearing that from them helped. So you, you got that job to like raise capital to start buying shoes. Yeah. And then, um, and then you got, we're back during, do you mess with like, like bots at all? Like off releases? To be honest, I've never gotten into bots. I sort of regret not getting into it earlier. Um, if I would have, like, I didn't really ever have like a crazy amount of funds like in the beginning. So it's not like I could have just gone crazy and like hit a hundred pairs of Jordan ones. But like, it was so much easier to break into that market back then compared to now, just because there's so many more people reselling and yeah. so many more people with bots and there's just so much money. Like th there's just a different, like resellers back then were like normal people. Like now it's like people are internationally or like botting and like people have investors and stuff like it was never like that back then like it was so much easier to break in but like now it's just too competitive and like saturated so like i don't know buying bulk has been like the main thing for me so like if someone bots and they hit like there was a guy in san diego that i'm cool with he hit like a hundred and he hit like 400 pairs of royal toast but he sold me 135 so that was Jeez. like that was like one of the biggest buyouts i've ever done um so that's you, you you mainly don't, you don't go off drops. You just buy bulk from uh, aftermarket. Mostly, yeah. Like I don't really, I don't, I haven't entered like I'll enter raffles, but like I haven't like hit multiple pairs in a long, long time. Like just the way that it is, like with the number of people that enter and like living in LA, like yeah, it's competitive. Like there's literally like 20 million people in the city, and there's probably a couple hundred pairs. So it's like for you to hit pairs consistently out here, you gotta have a back door, and then even the back doors out here are taxing. Like. The back door in at the Foot Locker out here in LA that I know they were trying to charge me three fifty for mochas. So like for a back door price, like that's not yeah. that good. Like that's basically market, if not a little under. Like it's not even worth the time. Like I could pay three three fifty to anyone. Why would I go through a back door? Like the whole point of the back yeah, door yeah. is like get a better price. But and with that, like the sneaker yeah. market growing down down there in LA, would you say like competitors? Like I know uh, Pretty Boy the Plug. Uh, yeah. Who else? Are you tight with him? No, I, I know. I've known him for like a minute. At SneakerCon LA, I went to SneakerCon LA. It was the first event I ever flew. No, I, I started flying out to events to like SneakerCons and stuff in 2017. So like right after I graduated the same week, right after I'd worn the mags, I sold the mags and I had like, I had a decent amount of money. I didn't have anything crazy, but like I, I flew to SneakerCon Chicago I bought a bunch of stuff, mostly 350s, and then I flew back and signed them at Flight Club, and then they sold for like the stupid high. Back then, V2, it was like the Black Friday releases yeah. and like Red Stripes, like Beluga 1.0s, like all the 350s that were like going for like over a thousand back then, like going for crazy money. And I got like some pretty good bulk deals. I sold them 
at Flight Club. I was clearing like 1300 for breads on some sizes. Like, it was just absurd. That's crazy, bro. Um, but like, I consigned a lot from like what I would buy at events. And then like that summer, I flew to LA for Sneaker Con LA. And that's where I met Pretty Boy the Plug. And I bought a ton of V2s and like Puma races off him. And then like, I don't know, like that just started like, I start flying to events like every month, basically, if not more often. Like, I've been to Chicago, Denver, Miami, Atlanta, New York, Boston, DC, Philly, Dallas. Like, I've literally been to like so many, bro. I've been to like 20, 30 cities just for events. Like, it's crazy. But now and it's just like, it's wild. Not, now with COVID, it messed it all up. Yeah. And with like competitors, I mean, you're probably, uh, not in this position, but with like smaller guys, like trying to get into resale, would you say like, yeah. it's a lot harder for them to start now? Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And I don't mean that to like deter anyone from it. Just like it, anyone can do it. Like yeah. you're just, you're buying it. You're selling it for more than you pay. Like there's already a set market. Like as long as you know how to judge the market and see the trends, like you're probably going to make money. Like you'll make mistakes off rip. Like I made, I lost plenty of money in the beginning. Like I got scammed. Like, I've, I've held shoes, I've lost money, I've held shoes, I've made money. Like, it's just like, it's business. Like, you just gotta keep overcoming it, keep adapting and just like figure it out. It's all just like, yeah. everyone starts out by knowing nothing with zero followers. It's like, everyone's like, oh, like, how'd you get to this? And it's like, I literally did what you did. I tr it was trial and error, like, you just figure it out. And with that, like, right now, like, are you in a place where you say, like, you would wanna like continue sneaker reselling as a career? I mean, like, I don't want to say it's like a career. Like for me, it's just like, I like doing it. I don't really want to work a nine to five job with a boss yeah. on my ass telling me what to do. Um, I'm not really, I don't really see myself ever working for anyone. Um, the last job I had was that construction job six years ago. So basically since it's I started reselling, I've been self-sufficient. I don't really, parents don't pay for anything. I basically paid for everything my whole life since I've been able to basically since I've had a job. Um, but to be fair, I did work at a mall. Um, and like, you know, like the sneaker cleaners and like the mall, like the kiosk. Yeah. I actually did that for a couple of months too. Oh, for real? Um, yeah. And that's how I got another back door at a mall near me. Cause I was, I was just cleaning shoes like right outside of Foot Locker. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they would just like, they would walk out, they'd be like, yo, <laughs> like talking to me, like I chop it up with them. And then, like, I would just get connects off that. Like, they'd sell me their own personal shoes. I'd make money off those. They'd backdoor me a couple of hairs here and there. Like, it was just about networking, bro. Like, That's backdooring awesome. really isn't that hard. You just got to talk to people. And, like, yeah, so would you consider, like, opening up a sneaker shop soon? Or? Uh, I mean, like, people have been asking me that for, like, for, like, years now. Quite a lot, like, yeah. I mean, right now, with the market conditions with COVID, um and like retail slowing down i don't really see it being an option right now i mean i've always thought about it i've definitely looked at spaces before and like really thought about it broke down the numbers but like right now it's just like it's not worth it in my yeah. opinion the way that like e-commerce has been doing like i don't see a reason to stop what's been doing well for me and that's just been selling on instagram selling online on my site on my app like it's just like I don't really see it being worth it. At least right now. I mean, in the future, definitely. But like, not right now. It's it's too expensive, especially in LA. Like the rents that these stores yeah. pay is just absurd. Most it's people so are much. like taking their business outside of LA or like outside of California. 
Yeah, I mean, like the tax rates in California alone are sort of scary for business owners, but like the rents, like the money that you pay in rent each year can literally pay someone's salary. Like it's stupid, bro. It's stupid how much some of these stores pay, like actually. With, so with you going to school at San Diego State, right? Yeah. Like, would you pri- are you would you say you prioritize school over the business or like? Oh man! <laughs> All right. So to be fair, when I was like first first semester of freshman year, so like I was doing really well with shoes. I was always trying to. I was like talking to my parents, like, "Yo, can I drop out? Can I drop out? Like, really? I hate this. Like, yeah. Like, I wasn't like super motivated with school back then. I didn't see any value in it. Like." shoes were doing really well i thought there was no ceiling for it obviously there's a ceiling but like yeah i didn't really think there was like i was just blown up so fast i was doing really well i was young i just got a new car like everything was going right for me except for school so like i didn't really care about school and then i almost felt i didn't almost fell out but i almost got put on academic probation the first semester and then my mm. i was like i was like damn like i gotta figure this out and i'm not like a bad student or anything i yeah. just simply i just didn't care like, I, I just didn't put any time in. I didn't go to class. Like, instead of going to class, I would literally drive to LA to pick up shoes. Or, like, I'd be, like, I'd just be sitting in my dorm room making deals or playing Xbox. Like, I was just a dumb <laughs> freshman. Like, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, like, I think the degree is super important. as like, a fallback for anyone that, like, has the opportunity to go to college. Um, I'm not going to tell people to, like, you know, drop out of school or anything. But, like, if you think it's the right decision for you, if you think that the loans are going to be too much, then maybe it is the right decision to drop out. But for me, looking back, I'm pretty happy that I stayed in school just for the social aspects and all the people that yeah. I've met. Um, I think it'll open a lot of doors for me down the line, just having this. I, I'm a, a business student, obviously, oh, nice. at SDSU, so I think that'll help. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Would you, I think would you school see yourself... has its pros and cons. It's I, I've definitely been fed up with it lately. Yeah. But, you know. Would you see yourself taking another career? Like, with the... Um, so, my major is real estate. So, I've always considered, like, selling houses and stuff and, like, flipping them. Mm-hmm. So, like, my thought process is if I can sell shoes like this, what if I could figure out a way to sell houses like this? Because yeah. if I could do that, like, there's so much more money in real estate. Like, shoes is awesome. It's my passion. But, like... I don't know. I just think that like for the work that I put in sometimes each week, like I'm spending probably my screen time on my phone, like 10 hours a day plus almost every week. So yeah, bro, it's a lot of time. Then you add up all the time of me driving to meets, shipping shoes, looking at market prices, advertising on Instagram, marketing on Instagram. Everything I do with my page takes a lot of time. Like it's not like I just pay someone to do it. Like I've done this all on my own for six years. So it's like, it's all on my shoulders, you know? Like, I can't just be like, oh, yo, like, my right-hand man, like, yo, go yeah, do yeah. this for me. I don't have time today. It's like, no, you got to get this done or else it's not going to get done, so. And with, like, sneakers, that. like, you think, like, there's probably a cap to how much you can make with sneakers and, like, how far you can take it? I think I think yes and no. Um, I think that there's definitely some examples of people doing pretty well. Um, obviously, JC of Urban Necessities, I've known him for a couple of years now. He's definitely a role model. Um, he's done very well for himself. And I, it's crazy that like, he's like, literally, I talked to him in like 2017 at Con Vegas, like for the first yeah. time. And he like told me this plan, like he wasn't, Urban wasn't huge back then. Like yeah, yeah. they were known for like the key master and stuff, but like they didn't have like a huge reputation um, like they do now. 
Um, but like back then he told me like his plan and I was like, damn, like this guy's crazy. Like he's got everything figured out. And then a couple years later, like he's on top of the world. Like he's on, he's on Netflix. He's got stuff with American Eagle. Like he's a hardworking dude and it's, yeah. it's paying off. Like he's, he's going crazy the last couple of years. Like I think he's definitely someone to look up to. Um, I don't really know. There's not a lot of, there's a lot of people that resell that aren't super big on social media um, that I know that definitely make very, very good money. I think that the money is definitely there. It's just like, you really got to perfect your craft. And like, you got to like really, really figure some stuff out. Like to make like serious money, like let's say seven figures, you're going to need a lot of startup capital. Like you can't yeah, just, yeah. you, you got to have like the capital to match like how much you're going to make. Cause you got to buy inventory. Like even if you can flip it the same day you buy it, there's a lot of like time delays with shipping and like just finding that next deal. Like, I don't know. It's, I think the turnaround for sneakers is a lot better than almost anything else, but you just can't spend, you can't just like in the stock market, you could put in any amount of money and get a return, but it's not gonna be a great return. In the sneaker market, you can't just go out and spend a hundred thousand dollars like and make it 10%, yeah. like make a 10% margin. Like it's not gonna happen. Like finding those margins and deals, it's, it's too small. Like to find deals that are like where you're gonna make a million off one deal, it's, it's impossible. Like it's all like brick by brick. Like you're gonna sell one shoe at a time, make, 50 bucks you'll make 100 bucks off one you'll make 20 bucks off one like it's it's just like it's piecemeal like you can't like to scale it like you got to be like stock x or goat basically where you have like an enormous marketplace where like you're just selling to millions of people like the way they did it, it's like just way different than like anyone else can i mean like if you create the next stock x and you can make billions but still what's like some weird stories like you'd say <laughs> Cause like there's um, gotta be there's gotta be at least nah there's there's been some some weird stuff to happen. Um, I've had a couple scary like not like weird things but like um, TSA one time lost a so I was flying back from an event and I couldn't ship everything because I couldn't fit it all in like the Uber that I had. Mm-hmm. So I left it at the event and then I went back for it to get it from my friend and I brought it on the plane with me and TSA lost the box for like a week. Uh-oh. And it had like probably like seven or eight thousand dollars worth of shoes in it, so I like I'd freaked stress. out. Yeah, like I've lost quite a few packages and like had them found, but I've also lost like with COVID, I lost like thirty five hundred dollars worth of packages. Yeah, Dude, just, just so far. Yeah, so that's brutal. Um, those are just frustrating because you can't do anything. Like it's not your fault at all, and it's, you just got to eat the L. Um, trying to think of any other weird stories. If you look at the like DMs I get on my Instagram, mm-hmm. those are pretty funny. I've gotten some pretty interesting DMs. People have offered me um, some pretty interesting things <laughs> like trades for getting with their like girlfriend or mom for a pair of <laughs> one. Like weird Dude. stuff, super weird stuff. <laughs> it's funny, but like people are pretty sus on, on Instagram. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like weird stuff. I don't know. I mean, like the sneaker community is generally pretty good. So like, I don't have that much bad things to say. I would definitely say that the hate and negativity on social media is yeah. like amplified once you get like a following. Like when I had like 10,000 followers, I never got hate. Like no one would talk shit. But like if I post a picture of like all the unions like I did recently, like I got so many DMs and comments of people like, I bet. your fit sucks. You're, you're a culture vulture. Like they just literally just hate resellers. And it's like, one, I didn't even get these backdoored. Like, you can't be mad at me. I didn't get them backdoored. I paid resale. And it's just like, people don't like understand the amount of legwork that it takes to even secure that many pairs. For real. Like, like 
the amount of work I put in to get some of the pairs for these pictures is like, I'll put in like 12 to 20 hours just to get one pick. Like from like start to finish, like the driving, all the shipping, like the finding the deal, like finding a seller to even have that many pairs. Like it's like, bro, it's not easy. Like not everyone, yeah. like I say everyone can do this, but like some of the deals are just like, you just have to know the right people. So it's like, I don't get it. Plus it's like anyone can resell. Like why are you hating on me when you could easily do the same thing yourself? Like, yeah, it's, I don't get it. Do you have anyone helping you like a team or like people nah. that? So like, I, I've never really had a team. Um, I've ran a group for like a little over almost two years um, with Outlet Hunters on Instagram at outlet.hunters. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know him. He's, he's pretty big on the gram. Um, but like three years ago, sort of a weird story, not like weird, but like f weird, funny. Um, he just like DM'd me randomly and like, you know, we, we just started talking and like he had a big phone. So like I was talking to him, we were like talking about business, figuring stuff out. Um, and then we dropped like this growth program that like we would help people like grow their Instagram and stuff. And like that did super well. And we're like, holy shit, like people want to know like what it takes to be successful. And then we like built a group around it. We just like. I mean, we probably had total, not ever at one time, but like total, we probably had a couple thousand members pass through. That That's like crazy. We're either in the growth program or we're in our group. We did like steals. We would do like um, monitors, like we would do giveaways. Like we, everyone was just making money in there. And then like just with COVID, it just got way harder. People weren't really willing to like pay for a subscription service each month for the group. Um, and then just like COVID along with school just made it really hard to like stay active and just keep it going so it ended like last last month or two months ago but it was still like we we've, we've just done like so much together like we've done so much business and like created so much so it's like he's probably the only person i'd say i've ever like been a partner with mm -hmm. i've never really like worked with anyone else so with social media being like like such a big you'd say probably the most important part of your business or one of them yeah. is social media yeah 100%. are you like are you just on instagram or in Facebook? Um, I mean, like, I have my personal Facebook account. I haven't, I don't even have the Facebook app downloaded. Um, just because the feed on Facebook, I think, is pretty trash. Um, like, if you scroll on there, like, I'm going to see a bunch of random posts from kids from my high school, not like yeah. sneaker stuff like that. Like, and ever since, like, the scam on Facebook with that group, like, I just haven't used it at all. I don't trust anyone on there. Um, it's just easier for me to use Instagram just because. I already have like the following people know that I'm legit. So it's like my reputation's there and the people are there. So like, that's all I really need. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really, I mean, I'll post stuff on Snapchat, I guess, but like, I don't post actively. Like I'll just post mm -hmm. like whatever I'm wearing or somewhere I am or what I'm doing. Like, I don't, I don't just post for sale stuff all day. What do you think of TikTok like to grow a platform? Cause I know like the algorithm. I mean, really yeah, I mean, the algorithm is pretty crazy right now. I mean, if you're if you're starting out reselling, I mean, it's the same thing I did with Instagram. I was on Instagram pretty early. So back then, the algorithm was pretty favorable for, like, users. So when I first, like, blew up and hit 50K, like, I had some posts getting, like, I had a video hit over 1.4 million views. Like, that was before Instagram Reels. Yeah. Um, I posted, like, the, the Louis Vuitton Supreme casket. It's like a one of one custom made. My friend sent me the video first. So I was the first account ever to post that. Um, and then like High Snobiety reposted it and tagged me. Complex did like, I, my, my page blew up. I probably gained like four or 5,000 followers off that alone. So you'd have multiple um, things that have like 
Yeah, there's been like certain markers where I'm like, this blew me up, Tanner Fox blew me up. A YouTube promo blew me up. Like, it's just like random stuff is just like, hits right. Like, it's just like, I don't know. If you're good to people, they're gonna be good to you. Like the way that you treat yeah. them is gonna like reflect back. So it's always been like, I'll hook them up if they're gonna be willing to throw me some promo, whatever it is, like, it's just gotta be worth it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I think TikTok's definitely a big deal though. Um, I'm not really on it, but I am on Instagram Reels and I've seen that those are pretty pretty good. I just had a video last week hit like 550K views or something. Yeah. So I've had some videos go crazy, but it's definitely something I'm still figuring out. But I don't really know anything about TikTok to be honest. Anything with YouTube? Um, I wish I had someone record me the first couple of years. I was in college when I was reselling out of the dorm. If I would have done that, I think my YouTube probably could be at like over a million right now, to be honest. Just because like no one was posting anything like that. And I grew so fast in that like year that yeah. like, I just think that like with my Instagram along with YouTube, if it, I like teamed it together, I probably could be huge right now with that. But I don't know. I don't really have regrets, but like, it just makes you like learn like just how to like approach the next situation where like you have an opportunity are you gonna take it or not or like how are you gonna approach it or like invest your time i guess and i don't know with regrets when you f like advice to like starting out uh resellers what would you say mm -hmm. was your like number one regret or one thing you wish you did differently starting out mm. it was too good to be true it probably is um I don't know. I would just say like, you just gotta like believe in yourself. I, it's not that I didn't believe in myself, but like, there's just like certain times where I would like think that like taking, like, not, I don't even know how to describe it. So like, if you think that a deal is too good to be true, like I've been scammed a couple of times. It probably is. Um, I don't know. I don't even know like what regrets I would have. Cause like the main thing for me, like the reason I blew up is cause I just posted so much on my Instagram that like you, I had to blow up. Like I just post, I posted yeah. like 10 times a day for like a year basically. Was that and, a like, goal? I was just yeah, it was, it was like a goal for me. Like freshman year, like from like summer after senior year up until like that next summer after my first year of college, like that's all I did. Like I would, I'd be on my phone like all day, like finding anything I could post, like pictures off the explore page, whatever I had on my phone, like new inventory like I was literally posting all the time and like that built a huge community for me and like I don't know like just content back then was huge on Instagram I feel like it's the same way with TikTok right now um, yeah, but yeah. if I was doing 15 or 20 posts a day how many could I have right now like how many followers could I have how many more sales would I have how many more customers like back then like Instagram was just so like easy to blow up on like if I would have been like more serious about it, like you could have a lot more. I don't know. I, I think, I, yeah, like I, I don't regret anything, but like just like not going harder at certain stuff, I think would just be like looking back, it would be like, hmm, I could have had like another 100K followers and another 50K from this. Like, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I'll wrap it up with this question. For just sure. to, I know you got to get going. Uh, what would you say, like, is your biggest goal for this upcoming year with the reselling? Mm, if you have one. I don't know. I would say I really want to hit 100,000 followers. That's been a goal for like a long time. I didn't really, um, I didn't really focus on followers after freshman year because I sort of, I don't want to say I was like conceited about it, but like I focus more on the followers than the money for a little bit there. So I was only really like, I would 
I was like only worried about promotions with like trying to blow up on the grams. Like I would literally just post, post, post on Instagram and I wouldn't buy anything or flip anything. So like, I was like, why am I, I'm just like marketing and I'm not even a real business. Like I wasn't even like really trying for buying shoes back then. Like, I don't know why, but like, I was just like, I was too worried about the clout basically. Like all I cared about was like followers and stuff. So then I just got, I, I completely flipped and I went completely towards business for like two or three years where I still am now. But now I'm getting back to like a happy medium where like I still want to post a lot and still want to grow my following. So I think like hitting 100K would be huge for me. That's been a goal for a long time. Um, I don't know. I, I dropped an app in the spring. That was like a big deal. Um, what, what went into that? A per, uh... um, Outlet Hunters knew someone that could basically just develop it. Um, I'm not really, I don't want to like release the information on like how I did it just because yeah. Outlet is the one that gave me that information. I don't really want to just blow that spot up for him but like that was a huge deal for me it's helped me a lot just because my paypal was shut down so i couldn't like i couldn't just sell with paypal invoice anymore so that's been a huge like hurdle to get over um and that was another contributing factor to why the group that i ran died um so like sneaker was like a recurring payment so every month people would pay me but the problem was that payment came from paypal so when they shut uh. me down I lost hundreds of members paying me every month Dude. all at once. Yeah. So imagine that. Imagine you're running a group with hundreds of members and you're like, hey, you're not paying me this month. So I got to figure something new out. So that like we didn't even take money in for like a month. So that we lost like thousands off that alone. And then I couldn't sell internationally for like I was selling internationally. I sold to like 40 countries in 2019. Like international is a big Jeez. deal for me. It was at least. Um, I'm getting back into it now. Um, but like. Up until like last two weeks, I haven't been able to sell internationally for like since COVID. So like for almost seven months, I couldn't sell internationally Jeez. or with PayPal. So like it's it's just been a huge restriction. That's why I've been on that Zelle only like wave right now. Um, yeah, yeah. So Zelle has been super clutch. If, if I didn't have Zelle, I'd be in trouble. I probably I probably wouldn't even be reselling right now, to be honest. I probably would. I don't know. I probably just consign if anything. It, my business would not be the same. That's that's definitely a big uh, part yeah. to anything. Yeah. I mean, taking money in is about as important as it gets. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's about it, bro. I uh, appreciate you again for coming on and helping me of out course. here. Yeah, of course. No problem, bro. All right. That wraps it up for the first episode of the Money Made podcast. Please subscribe if you haven't already and share this podcast with anyone you feel would enjoy it. Thanks.